hi guys welcome back today i have a friend with me we met at cambridge a levels and i brought him on the show so that he can share his experience over the years his journey to becoming a medical doctor when i met him he wasn't a doctor he was just a regular guy a clown but today we have him here with the title Dr. Jomloju Kendi. Yeah, hi guys. So, as you said, yeah, this is Dr. Jomloju Kendi. It's great to be here on this show. You're welcome, um, sir. Thank you. Okay, so to begin with, I want you to tell me, like, what was the A level experience? What was it like for you? So, for me, for the A levels, uh, it was a really big gap compared to my o levels which is also the uh, secondary school so with a levels i was able to learn more even though at that time i wasn't (laughs) getting high grades or what but you know what uh i just i was able to grasp more concepts things i didn't learn in secondary school i learned in a levels and then i was able to think better to be able to answer more complex more complex questions and then even in when i went to the university i was using knowledge from a levels it sustained me there yeah same here same here a levels what you took from a levels by i feel like you already touched it but what you took from a levels how do you think it's helped you transition into studying medicine okay for my time in a levels i went with the combination of physics chemistry biology uh, for the physics and chemistry, from time calculation was not my strong point. So uh, the physics was the physics was really really difficult. But to me. be honest, like I actually enjoyed physics in A levels. I enjoyed physics from secondary school. Yeah. But that A levels physics, that gravity, all those celestial body, like calculating the mass of the moon and stuff, it was fun for me. Oh. I enjoyed. Though I didn't like calculation, but physics A level was actually fun. Yeah, for that's me. great for you. For me, I for couldn't really <laughs> grasp the. <laughs> the concept to start with so uh it was really uh, difficult but i had interest in the biology part also we had a great teacher and i used to make stuff you know interesting and easy for you to yeah to kudos to mr olu salutes yeah yeah and you're able to face questions you see like you know you don't run away from even though you don't have an idea but you're able to think outside yeah. the box yeah to try to does. answer it so from then I was enjoying the concept of you know the human the the different things that like are physiology generally. So it was fun and those things. Then I just said, sure, why not I'll go for medicine? Nice. So to note, Doctor Jomiloju went outside the country to study medicine. To be specific, he studied medicine in Philippines. That's like East Asia or where? Uh, Southeast Asia, yeah. Southeast, Southeast Asia. Asia. What was the experience like living in Philippines? What was their culture like, language? Now, I believe you grew up in Nigeria now, so you're exposed to a different thing entirely. Okay, the first time when I first arrived in the Philippines, yeah, uh, the way everybody dressed was different to what would usually how would usually dress yeah what was the dressing like in nigeria so you could just find someone going maybe to the mall with something regularly in nigeria people would just wear it indoors when they are at home, like bomb shot or, or something. something like that you know like hmm. but it was just a normal, that was a normal day day life for them 
And then another thing was the food. It was really a big, a big work for me to adjust. Like you couldn't tap into their uh, yeah, to the, Though that was initially though, but later on I, you know, I stayed there for in total seven years. Seven years. Yeah. Wow. I went in 2016 and I graduated in 2023. So I got used to the food and then I liked the food. In terms of living, I would say the people there are usually they are actually very very nice. They okay. are friendly. They are accommodating. To outsiders, yeah. I think there's there's a thing with like, I don't know about Philippines, but generally I've heard issues of China. I know someone that went to study China and Japan. There's a thing with racism in those yeah, types. Philippines too. is different. You will not just uh, generalize the whole of Asia. Maybe it was just my experience, but I mean relatively it was good so okay when i say home away from home like it was good it was a great experience for me though and so you're talking about the language yeah yeah there's that language barrier. barrier yeah yeah of course there's although they speak english but if you speak to the locals like or the people that you know did not have the opportunity to go to school like other people that were not really exposed Post. Yeah, you need to at least, you know, try to know a bit of the language or get the language. Although some of them will try to speak to you in English, but you need to, you know, try to understand what they are saying. It might not be okay. uh, fluent, free-flowing English, so but at over, least they try to... Over, over the years, over the years, how much of the language did you learn? Like, you Okay, can... I had to go to my clinical years when I, when I had to work in the hospital for like a year. So at that time... I had no choice. I had to Man. try to start speaking. I, I mean, I already got some of the language. I mean, I knew some things that were, you know, from classroom. Maybe some of my classmates' friends used to speak. Okay. And then when I go to the hospital, I had to just try to start putting them together and try to apply it so I could. Because not all patients are like literates. Yeah, exactly. Or to just speak so that my patients would be free to speak with me. Because mm-hmm. one thing I noticed, even those that can speak English. Yeah. Some of them are shy to speak it to you because they feel like yeah, a natural English speaker, you might judge like, them. Okay. Maybe if they don't speak it properly or maybe the accent. It's just like that. I feel you, yeah. I feel you, I feel you, I feel you. But well, it's them. Nigerians are not particularly natural English speakers. Oh, yeah, that's what I say. Like I don't even know this. <laughs> I don't even understand this language like that. Yeah. I feel you so so far. I feel you mentioned like the pros of when you live there. Were there any cons? Mm, cons, of course, everything. And from your own perspective, for your own time there, you know something that is a con to you, not a con to another person. But I just want to like get your own experience of the place. Yeah, everything has pros and cons if you think about it. Maybe the cons, yeah, away from your family, so maybe you okay. don't really have. I'm feeling sick. Yeah, that support from your family, you're not able, okay, also you're not able to relate on a more personal level with people that would, you know, understand you directly. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, another thing is there are some relatives or maybe some friends, they will feel like you're ghosting them when really okay. it's not really like that. Because okay. if you consider the time difference, you're like seven hours ahead. And then okay. you have school, you have a lot of things you have to do. So how do yeah, you even how do you even remember, you know? <laughs> even my parents, I don't often really have time for them. talk to them. They understand. So they have maybe specific days, maybe on Sundays, they send me a message, they call me, we talk. But you know, okay. there are these other people that you know take it personal that okay, this guy, uh, because he's not in Nigeria, he's you know, he's trying to flex on me or trying to ghost me, something like that. 
I feel. So I, I think feel. that's one of the funds also. I think that that happened to almost all Nigerians in the diaspora. The moment when you move away from Nigeria, probably you move to UK or US, then lots of connections are broken. Yeah, right? broken, yeah, yeah. and the people just feel and they take it personal. Like this guy don't the buga, this guy don't yeah, the outside the country, something like that. Something yeah. like that. The parallels between like the two countries, most especially the one I would like to know about, is the economy. I think you've been in Nigeria. The economy you left Nigeria in. Wasn't the economy you met in Nigeria, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the economy there, how will you compare it to the current Nigerian economy? Not the one you left Nigeria with at that time. Yeah, yeah. I'll just give you a perfect example. When I first go to the Philippines, okay, yeah, one mm-hmm. pesos, which is the Philippine currency, was equivalent to seven naira. But as I'm speaking now, I think one peso is about twenty plus naira, twenty-two plus naira. That's you know, you multiply seven yes. by three. That's twenty-one. Yeah, um, like almost three hundred percent increase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you get the, you get the concept. And then what I would say is, while I was in Philippines, um, fifty pesos will give you one dollar. Okay. Fifty, fifty-two, like that. The highest it went to was fifty-five, and it has okay. always been like that. Till today, it's still like it's that. Still like that. So. Maybe that signifies our uh, economic stability. Okay, okay. But compared to Nigeria, that's not the same for Nigeria. Yeah, exactly. In a dollar is like almost one thousand two hundred. Yeah, now. Which last state was the one? I saw a guy on Twitter yeah. that was that made a tweet complain that the dollar is now four sixty or something like that. Imagine four sixty. That yeah. Right. Imagine it go back. It goes back to even five hundred right now. This advertisement is brought to you by No Filters with Bari Podcast. We are creating a mailing list for our listeners with the purpose of sending you prompt notifications of info about upcoming guests and episodes. Notifications when new episodes are out with links to your preferred platform to listen and updates about the podcast in general. If you would like to join our mailing list, fill in the Google form in the description. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube and follow us on X at NF with Barry. Thank you. I don't even know what we can say the root problem of Nigeria instability is, but I will say I know one for sure. Just poor leadership, which has been like the Achilles heel since independence. Yeah, for me, I think it's not even Nigeria, particularly, I think Africa, Africa in general. It's more on self centeredness. People don't care about the other person. So that's what the leaders also do. They don't really care about anybody, the they just care about themselves. So as long as uh, Boy Stars was in their pocket, and then they are good to go. That's actually sad in a way because things just keep getting tougher and tougher okay tell me and for any audience that is wishing and hoping to go to like medical school what what was it like medical school learning medicine in general it wasn't easy first thing you need to know medicine is not easy you need to be anywhere you are in the world yeah i think so i don't think it's easy anywhere you need to be ready emotionally physically Maybe even spiritually. 
you need to be also sound, like, I mean, try to be sound academically and, you know, just to some certain level, be diligent, sort yeah. of hardworking. I mean, just do the right thing at the right time. Sort of, or just hardworking. Straight and, you know, I don't really want to be that guy. Okay. You know, saying, you know, maybe like the motivational speakers. <laughs> so, I mean, just try to do the right things at the right time. And then that's the point you you are going to study and eventually you're going to save lives. So you cannot keep deceiving yourself what you don't know. I mean you should know most of the basic things. You just try to study it and then understand it. It's not really by cramming. Understanding like you can understand concepts. I think it's important. It needs to come within you. Okay. Okay, I don't want to fail. I don't want to fail any exam. Or I'll do what I have to do to pass this course. Eventually, I think you can do it if it comes from within you. Don't look down on yourself like, I I cannot do it anymore. It's too difficult. Of course, it's difficult. There were times I went to the exam, I couldn't even finish the contents on what I have to prepare for for the exam. But you know, you try to cover for it in the other exam. I mean, that's the way our system was. We had exams but they were you know a series of exams yeah so you could just cover up if you messed up in one try to cover up for it okay i like that i like that point so now that you are done and everything and which you having experienced life outside the country i'm coming back to nigeria now and seeing how unstable everything is where would be like your preferred place to practice is this in the world anywhere in the world anywhere in the world definitely of course, I want to look at the first world countries like okay. your USA, Australia, United Kingdom. You know, just basically, of course, I'm motivated by the pay, I'm motivated by the good life, so stuff like that. Gone to your head, name one. Sorry? I said, gone to your head. Yeah. Name one place. Oh, name one place. Before, I've always been thinking about the UK, but recently I've been hearing. You know, and I've been seeing maybe the USA. Even better, but. Yeah. And with everything going on, like the UK trying to restrict Nigerians, not really Nigerians, just mm. migration policy getting stricter. I mean, in the USA, of course, people say the training is better there. And it, I think it's faster compared to. Faster in what sense? Like, like so for instance, in the UK, if you spend, let me say, four years for. Uh, in the UK, if you spend, let me say, seven years for a specific training, okay. you can get it done maybe four years in the US or five years. And they say in the training US... Training as like specializing in yes, a particular... Yes, yes, yes. In a special yeah. discipline. Okay. That's, that's solid. I like... Before I ask the question, I, I kind of like get the vibe that you are not even going to mention Nigeria. And if you look at the trend of things that has been happening, most especially with medical doctors, other professions too, there's an exodus of like brain power from this region to the first world countries. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can name one or two things that are behind it. Definitely the pay. Like, mm, they are underappreciated, yeah. Mm. What else could I be the cause for doctors not staying within the country? Okay, for doctors, you, like you've said, the pay, I think, is the number one issue. Uh, maybe the amount the consultants is getting paid here in Nigeria. That's the, maybe, probably amount somebody that is just getting in is going to be getting paid outside you know that's another one factor another factor is the quality of life here in nigeria okay i mean the bad roads just know that your life can be better somewhere somewhere else else. i mean after that rigorous 
walking yes, just to say you come back home there's no lights you know <laughs> and of, you are not also safe you don't feel safe like that recently there have been so many uh, like attacks like bandits kidnapping all those type of things and then also the economy that is you know not going stable. down the hill is not stable life is difficult you want to make life better you also want to improve stuff for your family so basically greener pastures yeah greener pastures and another thing with medicine also i think some facilities our health care system, system is absurd is not most of them are nothing to write to me about you know hmm. so if you really have the passion for the work you don't want to sleep with them something yeah. you know you can save them easily but if you have provided yes, the right facilities. facilities don't get me wrong maybe some the government has provided in some areas but most areas especially the rural areas yeah they don't have these you know facilities the reasons why people want to live a chance to practice better yes. a chance to have a to better experience and yeah innovative skills like the latest technology latest, or something like that yeah, latest stuff. a lot a lot of nigerian doctors are moving out yes, like yes. some are just even just going to school so that they can like now yes. travel out and go and walk outside i'm not seeing any hints of something that will improve the economy or the country as a whole in the next decade i think it's very little that me as a person can do for uh, the country in terms of we staying behind because for my own view, I feel like the current youth, if in a way the youth are able to harness whatever we've learned, there's still a chance for the country to like get better. We are not putting the control or anything in the government and we are just staying and like exactly like without the government, I think like, we can do better. Yeah. With a better government, of course, we're going mm-hmm. to be a great country. Mm-hmm. Now we just have to hope and pray things get better. Yeah. But before that, before it gets better, I mean we need to Okay. also improve your life and find solution for you like personally improve your yes. own life that's why people are just running for their own yes. way yeah yeah nice I, th- I think we've touched everything regarding your journey from a-levels and the experiences till now that you are now can we say certified doctor of medicine uh yeah in nigeria at least because I, I just uh, took the licensing exam last november nice. and yeah i was congratulations yeah that's it but one more question for you before we go since we met me and you have shared the same club like football manchester united oh yeah uh-huh. and we've been in pains for years and me at least i know about my pain from the club the club has caused me so much pain so bro what is going on with manchester man you know <laughs> You said there are how many stages of grief again? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said grieving. Is the club dead? I mean, there's uh, denial, <laughs> anger. Ah, oh, which stage are you? Acceptance. I'm finally on the acceptance <laughs> stage now. Though. You know, as I said, the club don't finish. Yeah, yeah, it's don't done. finish. Especially yeah. the last one that made that they made selling the club to Radcliffe instead of the Qataris. Yeah, 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 that was a very bad move, I think. Would have preferred um, the Qataris on um, Yeah, because Qataris were ready to clear the debts and then we were ready to just put in money and everything. Mm-hmm. But the people that we, which are the Glazers, which we blame that they are the ones running the club. They are the owners now, they are, are the ones in power be. because they just gave Radcliffe 25%. Of the club, so they are still there. They are still, okay. you know, they are still there. They still have the particularly behind the scenes. They are there, so they have something which they are benefiting, which they are taking out of the club, as people would say, and they are not putting things back in. Back the club. in, 
nothing. Yeah, those businessmen and they don't really care about they, football. They don't even know about football. They've literally quenched my fire, my passion. Yeah, for, like, it's understanding. Why believe one day, one day, exactly. the club will still get back to where it's supposed to be. So then, let's just let's stay lucky and be. I mean, you just keep you know. Eh? You cannot really let go. It's still there. The memories they've it's created. Still there the, yeah, the, the love you, is still there. I'm still in my style in Atefam, but it's not something that I will now be I go carry for it outside. Yeah. Like I will not be using energy and just supporting the club. If I'm outside and somebody is trashing my and I will agree if it's true. I say yes, guy, with the yes. flops. Yes, we are making the mistakes. Yeah. Guys, it's been fun. It's been fun. That's the show. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for creating this short time for us. Thank you very much for having me. It's been a pleasure to be able to you know, talk about these things and share You're these welcome, memories. You're welcome, sir. Hopefully, um, we'll, we'll get you on the show again. For sure, I, I would love to be back again. Thank you. Bye.